Let's go. I just excited myself. Sure. Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? the Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Rebus. Woo-hoo. Here we are. Yep, yeah. Yes. How's it going? <clears throat> basketball. Yeah. Basketball listening. <clears throat> Great fans. day to be a basketball fan. Yeah, Lowry out indefinitely. Yeah. Mm. Sucks. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the hot intro as always. Matt Duncan over there. Matty Dunks. And uh, we got a... There he is. Yeah, there he is. On Bounced the key. on in. Uh, and we got a very special guest today here Hi. from from the beaches. Oh, it's, right. yeah. it's technically Scarborough from from Neville Park, Holy where sh- the Queen Streetcar ends. Oh. <laughs> Peter <laughs> McLaren. This is great. Is this like a video game thing? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Got it. This is like Peter making his way to the podcast in eight bit, jumping over a bus. You are denied access to the underground path. <laughs> you have to streetcar across the city. So doing? wait, wait, is that is Larry actually out indefinitely? Yeah, yeah. I actually didn't hear that. Yeah, yes. what that did that happen? Like yeah. a couple hours ago. Oh. He he re-hurt his back in last night's game. He played for about ten minutes. Oh. Yeah, then... he fell kind of hard. Not that awkwardly. Yeah, he said he twisted it. Uh, yeah, against Indiana, and then he, oh yeah, yeah, sorry. And then he tweaked it against Detroit last night, um, and not a good sign because Lowry's usually pretty tough, like so tough that he didn't really tell people that he had a broken hand earlier right, this year, right. and and he said, uh, yeah, I shouldn't have came back. It uh, hurt so bad that I won't be back for a while. Ugh. Like he didn't say it hurt so bad, but essentially he said like I'm not gonna come back for a while. Yeah. Uh, and like there's a, only 10 games left, 11 I'm, games left. I'm not like a Raptors specialist, but I'm going to say that's that's bad. I'm going to say it's that's nightmarishly bad yeah. for the Raptors. Yeah. We clearly, DeRozan and Lowry are both pretty irreplaceable on our in terms of our offense and just our team in general, and Lowry is <laughs> everything to this team. Yeah, I would say like Lowry definitely is the most, like or the, yeah, the most irreplaceable player we have. Mm-hmm. If I can just be totally optimistic here for a second... Perhaps that uh, since we only have, two, I think we only have two teams above 500 that we're going to play, and I'm pretty sure it's Chicago tonight. Mm-hmm. And I think we have one more against Houston. Maybe? I think it's Houston. So you know, consider those games a loss. And really, you know, if we just roll out Vasquez as a starter, Lou as the backup, and play Lowry with like two games left in the season, maybe this is could be could be a blessing. Could be a blessing in disguise. But probably not because it's going to mean he's out of rhythm for the playoffs. I also want Amir just shut down for the next five games as well because he – or maybe that won't even help. Maybe he's just done. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen someone drag around their body so much in a contract year. <laughs> Usually if it's a contract year and you're 27, you're having the most crazy stat season of your yeah entire career. And Amir is kind of just like – the Walking Dead. Yeah, but he isn't he like twenty seven or something. Yeah, no, yeah. that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's he's primed. Like this year should be his. He best should be getting stats. paid. Yeah, except best. for the fact that he has like so many miles. On exactly. Him. Yeah, because he yeah. came in when he was like seventeen. Yeah, something ridiculous. Yep, it's pretty. Uh, so that's that. I mean, so I guess I guess from that. from an outside of the Raptors fans circle perspective, so like are are we. Are we just are we reacting to what's happening legitimately? Is this overreaction? What's... I'm looking. I, I mean, as a non-Raptors fan, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I mean, I like I root for the Raptors, sure, of course, from a distance. Yeah. In for terms sure. Of like that would be nice, mm-hmm. but uh, just I hit mean, us with the truth, focus. man. I mean, I look at the Raptors and I look at the Wizards, and it's basically like the same. The thing. same thing, yeah. Just, oh, oh, yeah. I totally yeah. agree. Last yeah. last cast we had uh, Roger on here, and we were talking about right. we were commiserating about the coaches. Roger Bainbridge, uh, Wizards fan. Well, now you've got Kevin McHale coming in. Though Kevin McHale obviously has like gotten better this year, at least sort of fingers and crossed. And he even started better than those two guys. Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, Casey had a kind K- of a honeymoon period. Yeah, for, he like, did. Well, that's true, and, that's and with the T Wolves too, he was like, "Oh yeah, he got fired before he should have." And uh, and he also is clearly like can 
you know, he can motivate. He can change a culture, and he actually did that for the Raptors. Yeah, I just think we're seeing, we're kind of seeing that run out. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's like it seems like it's happening in pretty spectacular fashion right now because we have some like the the end of the game last night. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you see that, Peter? I did. Oh yeah. man. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. We we all we all by the way. Uh, uh, share a, a basketball Facebook thread. Yeah, been going for a few years. Yeah, it's called Finalis Del Garbo. And it started when Garbosa either retired or got his massive injury for the Raptors. No, 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 it was it was, it was after was, the injury and after the comeback attempt. And yeah, it was, was like finally done. So it was, it was the real. It was the real. It was his announcement, moment. and I think yeah. it was in Spanish. <laughs> the announcement was in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. and like Miguel, like. Oh, wow. all of us yeah. because this was like a giant deal. Yeah, yeah. it hit, it hit all of our hearts. Yeah, this is big. Um, no, but we, uh, in the thread today, we're sharing a shot chart where, uh, I'm, I'm going to mess up the numbers a bit here, but Lou Williams has taken more end of quarter shots than end guys. End of quarter threes. End of quarter threes, sorry. Uh, than guys, than guys like Harden, Curry. And we're talking twice as many. It's the like, most. Like, yeah, most he was at 56 and I'm pretty sure like Harden and Curry and some of the other good guys it were was like around Alice like 30 was, or 25. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and most of these guys are starters, and his percentage on those was seventeen percent. <laughs> yeah, oh, good. So, so these these this is the play we draw up for the end of every single quarter. Granted, though, yeah. like that's I mean that's a bad percentage, but it's not like horrendous considering just end of the shot. context. Like end yeah. of that's quarter true. shots are that's hard. true. They, they hard are shots. very difficult shots. Um, what what scared me a little bit was that uh, uh in in the post game. Um, they obviously asked Casey like politely, like what the hell happened? And he was like, oh, well, uh, I told, you know, I was telling them to run a play for a screen and roll. And then I saw that, you know, that wasn't going to happen. And I thought about calling a timeout with seven seconds left and decided not to. Right. Cause so that's like the most, cause ra- you're a coach also. That's- yeah. That's the most roundabout way of saying like, Lou I, Williams I, effed I, up. I, yeah, A, Lou Williams effed up, and B, I blanked out. Yeah. Like, can you imagine Carlisle or Popovich yeah. letting that happen? They'd storm the court and throw And, like, a, punch like, and, Corey Joseph in the face. Yeah, they would just do, they'd be running out with, like, a timeout sign. Mm-hmm. I mean, but those coaches, they put limits on their players that way, and Casey just doesn't want to. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people jump, true, on, yeah. dump on Lou for the, for the way he plays, but it's like, that's the only thing he's been asked to do his entire time here. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's not like J.R. Smith, like... <laughs> like gone rogue, like no one knows what he's doing. Yeah, like it's Luke, true. This is an ingrained thing, in and the al- also with DeRozan, and like um, to that point, like it makes you think about all the other coaches that could be coaching the Raptors, and and potentially how how much more effective the Raptors would be. Like DeRozan with a really smart coach. Yeah, Valanciunas getting like fifteen shots a game. Yeah, and, what's like, up with and that? And working an inside out game. It's uh, there's just the lack of the lack of understanding, of the lack of understanding of what we have and who we have and what their strengths are is insane to me. And Casey just saying, like, this is the system. Got to play hard. But to like, do it. is this like a Dwayne Casey, like, just doesn't want to get fired? Like, he knows he was like hired from an earlier GM and just thinks like just the most playing it super safe. Well, it's just like he needs to win as many games as possible. He right. doesn't care about development. He hasn't like. He doesn't have any long-term, like, goals other than to not be fired. Uh, yeah, that's definitely part of it. But, I mean, then you'd think you'd have to show some you think sign draw, of adaptation. You think if the game is on the line, he'd drop a play. Yeah. Like, yeah. based on sure. that logic, like, well, and, and, and I actually, you know, I've been doubting Casey for probably, like, the, the better part of two years. Like, mm-hmm. right after the honeymoon season, I mean, I was, like, full on board with everything Casey was doing because, you know, we clearly – he clearly had made our players buy in, and then after the Rudy Gay trade, obviously. But even to the end of last year and and the playoffs, especially, I was not impressed. With when when he got dummied by Jason Kidd, and like, you know, I I don't really see any other way to assess that than that massive turnaround when Jason Kidd was like, "Oh, this is how you score," and they're not going to adjust. Great, and just ISO Joe Johnson every single time down the court. The thing I I think I understand like probably the least is his how he's handled James Johnson. Mm-hmm. So Dwayne Casey's main thing is that he's like, hey, I'm a defensive coach. Yeah, you, you play, play defense, D, you got to play hard. Yeah, if you play defense, you get minutes. And and then James Johnson's like, okay, well, I'm the very best defender on the team. And Dwayne Casey's like, cool, four DNPs in a row. 
that to me just doesn't doesn't make any sense. I guess like Carlisle being like, honestly, if you play offense, you can play for for the Mavs and just benching Montellus. Like, yeah, get, like yeah. James Johnson, not not one of the older players on the Raptors, right? Um, like he's, I, I, he's he's not like thirty two. No, he's like twenty seven. Like, no, no. Yeah, like why isn't he getting as much right, playing right, time right, as okay. possible? Like these players who can who still have time to develop. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they? Yeah. Getting as much time as possible. And is this because Dwayne Casey feels like his job security is just not high? I, th- I think it is like a, Maybe, s- yeah. a set in your ideals kind of thing. He's like, well, you know, veterans win and, you know, shots are going to fall. You take your shot and defenses, you play hard. But this is this is the thing that like bothers me the most about coaches and about front offices and everything. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it kind of like gets as to what tanking is. Like tanking isn't like isn't throwing away your games. It's to lose. Tanking is like you're just prioritizing the future over now. Exactly. And you yeah. can win now while prioritizing the future. Like at, Philadelphia is not the worst team in the league. Boston could make the playoffs. Yeah. Because they yeah. put the infrastructure in place to develop these young guys and yep. to get more of them. Well, and, and, you, look, are, and you look at Brad Stevens. Sorry, Brad Stevens and Brett Brown are like, okay, uh, what, what's our system? Who do we have? Cool, we'll design. Yeah, okay, we'll do this then. Yeah. it's like you 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 see who you have and you develop a game plan and you like have a philosophy, but also you fit it to your players so that they can actually do it. Yeah, and the counterpoint of that is like you're built to win now. So obviously you prioritize now over the future. Mm -hmm. And those should really be the only two modes the teams are in. And like where are the Raptors right now? Are they prioritizing now? Because it looks like it from a coaching standpoint, but like it doesn't seem like that foundation is there. Yeah, and I mean it could be the kind of thing where uh, like Masai is – Masai saw what happened last year and was like, okay, cool. So this team is something. I can't change everything yeah, right I now. Yeah, I can't trade away everyone. Yeah. yeah, I still have a bunch of contracts. Oh, my God. Whoa. Pardon me. Matt's Matt, getting a call Matt's, from his agent. Yeah, <laughs> Matt's agent. You're on the you're on the series finale of Mad Men. They haven't taped it yet. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you killed on Drake. Yeah, exactly. Do you know how to use a gun? <laughs> yeah. It has yeah. to be a real gun. We're tired Jesus. of John Hamm. <laughs> yeah, it's the, yeah, it's the invention of the machine gun. That's what the episode is. <laughs> also, this is a tangent, oh, but yeah. like, are we all a little bit tired of John Hamm? Like the fact that he's like a supporting actor in every in, I know it's TV very show? it's very strange. Yeah. Like yeah. Parks and Recreation, apparently. Like un- unbreakable, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. like really every single. He's I'm, in Black Mirror. I'm reserving. I'm reserving it for after I see that special. The Black Mirror. I, special? I, I haven't watched it yet. It's, so, yeah. pretty, it's pretty good. Nice. You know, I still got to see it. I don't know why I haven't seen it. The Witch. I don't know. Black Mirror. The the special. Oh, okay. Can this be a TV podcast? Yeah, it can be everything you want. <laughs> the Jinx, you guys. <laughs> guys, you gotta check out Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like uh, zombies, but like in a show for a long time, and a lot of like despair. Yeah, <laughs> there's this one season where they follow train tracks the whole time, and by Feels the end like of it, that. no, there actually is. Oh wait, do you watch? One? I do watch it. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I do. And there was a season like was there? They were just following the that yeah was to get to terminus to get to yeah, terminus. Yeah, to get to terminus, then oh they get God. there and they're like, oh, this is not two that. minutes. They're in terminus and it goes to shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, and then there's a whole other season where they're like, oh, we found a farm. Yeah, literally, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, they're at oh, the farm a long oh. time. And just punctuated with, like, we have to go on a supply run. Just <clears throat> just you two, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, don't wander the woods by yourself. But if you do, carry this gun. <laughs> oh, man. The, the last, I didn't see the most recent one, but when Everybody Hates Chris got killed. You know, everybody hates the guy. Oh, oh yeah, that was that awesome. Oh, that was cool. Hilarious. Yeah, it everyone's was so in a, gruesome, like, pulling his mouth open. Oh, God. Yeah, every once in a while... They'll this kill someone surprising. good, yeah. That was excessively gory. I, I, I feel like I have the weirdest relationship with the show because I hate it so much. <laughs> and I watch every I episode, know. like, feverishly. <laughs> and I'll watch it and just, I'll, I'll give, like, I'll be by myself in my computer room. And if if a main character dies, I'll, I'll give, like, a standing O. <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear to God. Like, anyone. Like, I want I want Carl, the main kid, to oh die. My God. To oh, die my more God. Than I, don't even, I don't even watch the show. And I, I want to shoot that I don't even want a zombie to kill him. I want, like, a tree branch to fall on. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, oh, shoot, Carl broke his back. <laughs> or he just gets, like, a really bad cold. Yeah, yeah he just gets the pneumonia That's he can't takes. bounce back from. He did get shot oh through God. the heart or something, did he, in the first season? Yeah. At the farm? Was oh, it? and he just took it? <laughs> He's fine. He just stitched him up. Cool. <laughs> what a great tangent. That was, yeah. that was a good Sorry, one. Sorry, guys. Um, Thanks, Magic. Speaking Thanks of Walking Dead, Amir. Amir, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, oh. Ooh. 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 
Ah, well, what were we talking about? Um, we were talking like about win now mode. Win yeah, now, win now Casey. mode versus um, sort of tanking in quotation. Oh yeah, and I, I think oh yeah, right. We were saying that Masai like couldn't reset the whole team so he was like okay well we'll keep everyone around who was playing well maybe not yeah. forever is he on the record like saying that that was and in, like entirely his intent that he was going to trade away lowry like trade away um, like everyone oh yes who yeah was, he, like, he did older than 26. he did say that they that was like a stroke of luck that lowry didn't get traded yeah yes that's so crazy Isn't like that I, nuts? From, again, from, like, an outsider's point of view, that was my thing about the Raptors the whole season, like, going through their crazy early successful run, is just, like, looking at that as a framework and being like, that's never been successful. Like, a GM coming and being like, I'm going to trade all the players, and then not... And then the next season, like, like what they go to the like conference finals, like yeah, that's yeah. never happened. Although, like, it, I I did appreciate his honesty in being like, you know, luck is a major part of the sport, and I think like even um, I'm not sure if it was someone talking about if it was Van Gundy talking about Sam Hinkie or if it was Sam Hinkie himself, uh, just kind of saying like, listen, I'm still like my my strategy is still based on luck. But I'm trying yeah. to maximize yeah. my opportunity. No, that, that was hinky. That, that was yeah. basically saying like I'm we to, can't say that we will always hit a home run on exactly, draft picks. But, but the max, more draft, yeah, but if we have, have five every year, yeah, yeah we're yeah. gonna like we're gonna get something. Mm-hmm. But so so maybe that was Masai kind of acknowledging, hey, we got a bit lucky here. These guys, I can't trade off everyone. I got to let a couple contracts expire. And on top of that, um, I'm gonna just you know. Not really roll the dice on Casey because he he got a three year extension and the third year was a team option. Yeah, so, yeah. so like like that's pretty, a pretty safe. I think that's a pretty short contract yeah. for like uh, a coach that's already been there. Three May- years is not long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So and and it's essentially two years. Yeah. So really, if he just like kerplunks, I said it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> if he uh, kerplunks, Matt, any sound effect? Would yeah, be great I was just for gonna that. try and find a um, kerplunk. Yeah, find a kerplunk for me. <laughs> If he, oh, kerplunk sound. Um, I'm sorry, I thought he was going to play a kerplunk sound. And I'm sure his... we'll get yeah. there. There's got to be YouTube um, sound or something. Anyways, if he decides to curb. No. Plunk. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, I got it. Okay, let me try one more time. <laughs> if Casey decides <laughs> to curb. <laughs> You nailed it. You nailed it. Wow, we were so close to losing all the uh, listeners yeah. with that, yep. but that just that just, yeah, that just doubled our listenership. Oh, for sure. Was um, it supposed I, – I was trying to – like the first thing I thought of was the game Kerplunk. Kerplunk, that's what I thought yeah. of. Too. Yeah. No, but instead it's like a, yeah. it's just a boy no. pooing in the water. <laughs> that's what that is? That sounded like a heavy rock. That sounded like a heavy rock and throwing like a frozen yeah. lake. Oh, I think that's yeah. – I think that's actually what it was. Wow, poo. Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> yeah. If he kerplunks oh, in the playoffs, I, th- I think that <laughs> it at least gives Masai the wiggle room to be like, this guy can't coach in the playoffs. Right. I could see sure. also, like, even if we win around, if it's, like, a shitty win against, like, a team that's just bad and we just Milwaukee play, if we just play yeah. less bad against, than them, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I've am i I've been, even the last, even last year during all that success, I was kind of thinking, like, you know, we got to keep Casey to make Lowry happy because he's already said how much he likes him and all that stuff. But you could even see then that it was like, oh, you're not a strategist. You don't mm. you don't really yeah. have have that that aspect to your coaching. Right. Yeah. But getting back to to Freddie's point about like luck being an important part or Masai Jiri's point, mm. like it's definitely I mean, it sounds like a cop up, but it's so true. Like oh, Tom Zeller had an article uh, a couple of days ago about the Golden State Warriors and about yeah. their like they're historically amazing. Yeah. Like Golden State Warriors are just this unstoppable. They're team. having an yeah. incredible season. Yeah. But if you like, if you look at the decisions they made to get there, it's like really like there's no strategy to it. Well, at Mark all. Jackson like, to Steve Kerr. Yeah, well, even and that there was, was a, like you know okay. a new you know a new group purchased them like halfway yeah. like, midstream. Yeah. Uh, and that whole like tanking thing with Andrew, the Andrew Bogut trade, you know, like mm-hmm. there were all these different things that had to come together to make it successful. Yeah. Like, I mean, Draymond Green had to become amazing, and yeah. Clay winning, Thompson had to become winning amazing. a coin toss to get Harrison Barnes instead and, of the Raptors getting Harrison. And Barnes. Steph Curry needed to be like injured perpetually those first three seasons. Then you sign him to this like amazing this contract, and now he's yeah. healthy the entire time, yeah. and he's the, like 
arguably the best player in the league. And, it's crazy. And don't forget, they almost traded Clay Thompson to the Timberwolves. Yes. And, yeah. and, and like, I know, I feel like there's a couple like G-State executives who've been like, oh, we were never going to trade. And I yeah, think there was no. like, talk you about were going to trade Clay. Actually. I think there was even talk about trading Steph Curry like really early on. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, was that, was that like very early on when they still had Monte Ellis? Yeah, it was yeah. like one of those right. either when he was Steph like Curry rolling his ankle a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he he was out for he only played he missed like, like his big chunks of his first two he or three. Played seasons. like eighty games in his first three seasons. Yeah, it yeah. was like a it became a yeah. thing. Well, even the Spurs, like uh, Tim Duncan, and I might be a little bit wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure he's only been injured for two playoff runs of his entire career. Yeah, so that's just. That's luck yeah, there yeah. as far as like winning. And, and then on the other sure. side, like look at OKC. They've had terrible luck the yep. last three years. Yeah, exactly. And and can you really say that, oh, that team's not definitively not a contender with the players they have? It's like, I think they actually kind of are. If they if they but, have Ibaka, Durant, Westbrook healthy, they're, they could get on a run to be the best and team they've in the also league, potentially. started to have a couple guys who are like, oh, that's a legit role player, like Morrow. Yeah, Cantor. And, you know, maybe yeah, maybe Cantor and... Um, Steven Adams, great. Yeah. And, in, and this is a transition, but like... The Steve Nash Phoenix Suns. I know. Yeah, they're bad luck. You know, I think I think oh we can move God. on from the can, from the cra- can, from the can, crafters. Yeah, that's where we are right now. Um, guys, oh my uh, God, I just pulled. Can, we, can, can we, we? Do we got anything for Steve Nash? Yeah, uh, like a goodbye. Yeah. yeah, a little, a little something. You know. Uh, sure. Let's, Let's do. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is Nash like skateboarding into a room of kids. Yeah. With helmet and full pads. <laughs> oh, sorry, doing ollies <laughs> because they keep clapping. <laughs> okay, no, this is Steve Nash doing like uh, those like skateboard tricks where you like you don't ollie, you just like do you, yeah, the skateboard yeah. standing up. And now he's doing like soccer keep ups with the skateboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Steve Nash retired. Congratulations, Steve, on a wonderful career. We're all thinking about you right now, and we're looking forward to the future. Yeah. Oh, wow. Matt, Matt is <laughs> that Steve's was, uh, agent. That was, that was the statement wow. prepared by our company. Yeah, Go yeah. Canada. Go Canada. Yeah, prepared and fast statement. Um, you know, we all love Nash. I guess of course. Uh, I'll throw this out there. Like, is there anyone who's even close to being a better Canadian basketball player? No. Or whose eyes are wider apart than his? Um, also no. Not even close, yeah. <laughs> Anything um, those, those he's assists happen. all over. Yeah. Maybe uh, he's all over the place. That's how he sees the court. Well, yeah, exactly. Right? Unless we say that like Raymond? Steph Curry is kind of Canadian, right? Because yeah. he lived yep. here for a while. He yeah. apparently lived in the beaches. So oh, really, there's a connection. Yeah. He apparently oh, lived in the same go. apartment that Peter lives in. Right? Now. <laughs> yeah, Del Curry could afford a much better place, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he was a Neville Park kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, the loop. Yeah, he liked. Yeah, loop. he liked riding the streetcar till it ended. It just <laughs> felt complete for him. Did he work at the original Licks in the beaches? Probably. The original Licks was in the beaches. It closed, yeah. Like the original Canadian Licks or is the Licks Canadian? Licks is Canadian. It's Canadian, yeah. Wow. Started in the beaches. Mm -hmm. Licks Mm. is more Canadian than Steve Nash. Wow. Oh, no, that's a spoiler. Maybe I'll uh, get a singing burger tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's right. um, No, you didn't sing the tomatoes loud. Yeah. Okay, uh, there's there's so many awesome, crazy, good, spectacular adjectives to oh, describe yeah. Nash's stats. Nash stats. Um, sorry, that was stupid. But uh, <laughs> the the one I found that was that like kind of I think um, exemplifies Nash is uh, on, on NBA.com. They were talking about um, Will Chamberlain had a stat where he led the league for seven years in a row, like, sorry, whatever team he was on was the best offensive team in the league for seven years in a row. And Nash did nine seasons. So just to show you like how impactful he was, whatever team he was on, whether it was Dallas or Phoenix led the league in offense for nine years in a row. Why did he never get a ring? Like why? What? What? Just luck. The man. West. It's hard. The West. Or I mean, it's hard like, to win a championship, yeah. guys. Yeah. Like speaking of luck. Yeah. Like, okay. The I, actual I, winning of a championship in the NBA is such luck. Yeah. yeah. And and probably the closest he ever came. Uh, and this, you know, you, you you definitely weren't a fan at this point. Was uh, it was Phoenix San Antonio, and <laughs> you know, Phoenix was doing well. It really looked like they were going to win the series. And Robert Ory body checked Steve Nash into the scorers table. <laughs> 
and Nash, you and know, Nash kind of sold it. And, it, it was and this it, was also between San Antonio and Phoenix, who had played each other like four times. Yeah, yeah four times. Phoenix had lost every single time. It was time. a really yeah. serious rivalry. And they, at the time, the Spurs were like kind of the most hated team in the league. I would say, yeah, they, they were, were the villains. They had, you know, Bruce Bowen, who was yeah. always like trying to injure people. Dirty player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and Phoenix was the fun-loving team, and they were so stacked. Well, Phoenix, yeah, was in the process of changing the league, and they were everybody's second favorite team, pretty much, because yeah, they were exactly. just blistering fun offensive. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're like second... I guess, yeah, he was probably second best player at that time. Uh, Amari, like, jumped off the bench to, like, defend Nash. It was a couple guys. I think Roger mm. Bell did it. Yeah, but yeah, he Roger was the Bell. one who was, like, meaningful because, like, when Amari jumped off, the NBA immediately suspended him for a game. That's the rule. Oh. If you leave the bench, then you're suspended. And those rules came wow. in after the Malice of the Palace, the That's big right. uh, Detroit. Yeah. And <laughs> so they, they lost the game and eventually the series. Because they didn't have the guys, yeah. And it was like super, oh. it was a super like definitive moment and really depressing moment. And that series was so good. What round was like that? Was like the third uh, round? I think it was a conference, was that the conference finals? Uh, I think it was conference semis. Yeah, I, conference think, it, semis. I think it was okay. the semis. Yeah. Then there was the year where they were in the conference finals against the Lakers and they were for sure going to win it. And then Ron Artest. Yeah, oh, remember wow. that game winner. Kobe like, Kobe, uh, yeah. Kobe missed Kobe it. airballed the yeah. game winning yeah. three and, and Ron Artest I mean, that was one of the best plays I've ever seen because Ron Artest knew he was going to miss. Yeah. Because Grant Hill played perfect defense on Kobe. That was yeah. the Kobe assist. Um, mm-hmm. That was the Kobe assist. But uh, I was going to ask everyone, uh, Matt, you're included as well. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite Steve Nash moment? Hmm. Kevin, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to just put you right on the All spot. Right. The first one that came to mind is uh, when he got – one of the many times he got smashed in the face. Um, but I remember his nose and eye were like bleeding all over the place. The bloody nose. And he looks at the ref because uh, there was no call. And he just looks at the ref. He's like, that's, that's not a foul. Okay, that's not. I just want to make sure that's not a foul. And like he could yeah, see him mouthing those crazy words. Looking, yeah, right? he looked so yeah. mad. He that's was like, awesome. he already has crazy eyes. And then they yeah. went even crazier. And then, yeah, the, of course, he disappeared off the court for like five minutes and then came back. And the announcer was like, this is the most Canadian thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> And it was great. Fair enough. Great. Um, <laughs> Peter? Yeah, I don't have, like, a specific one. Like, for That's me, what, yeah. Nash is just, uh, like, it's just, like, flashbacks of his shot. You know, yes. his, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. three-pointer shot. Or yep. his, uh, or for me, like, the biggest dribble one is into his, the lane. his dribble into the rain and circling around under the basket. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was, and, and he was unbelievable. He would always leave his feet. Which like, like point guards were never supposed to do, and yeah. he never picked up his dribble, yeah. and like, yeah, he could yeah. find, you know, everyone like coming to the basket. The perfect moment is amazing. Yeah, Matt, do you have any? Uh... I do. Um, one of my favorite moments was: Do you guys remember in to uh, the two thousand seven NBA playoffs round one? It was the Lakers. <laughs> okay, and he kisses biceps. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Brown picks up his fourth personal <laughs> Well, you can't see it, but he kisses bicep. <laughs> that's, that's really Canadian. Uh, for me, I'm going to say, uh, like, the bloody nose was definitely a big thing because he also, like, beat the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the bloody nose series, I think there was two, but there was one where he, they, that, that the Suns actually swept the Spurs, and it was the first round, and they ended up, yeah. I, th- I think they lost to the Lakers that year. Yeah, that but was like, that year. But that, it kind of, that was kind of Nash's championship. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, that, I think he got was, bloodied up twice that in was, that playoff run. That wasn't the first round, was it? Or it was it maybe first or second. I think it was the second. Um, but, um, I'm wrong. That, but that was like the Channing Fry year. Yes, yeah. yeah Goran Dragic, crazy. crazy. Yeah, he crazy went off against the Spurs in that series. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, uh, I'd always like I'm always looking up like you know highlights and stuff on YouTube, and there's this one of Nash. It's one of my favorite highlight clips, and it just is like Nash 21 assists, and I think he even had a game where he got 24 assists. But the clip of him getting 21 assists is just so silly because it's like it's like someone is doing pool tricks, yeah, in an NBA game because he has all these like these plays where he's running out of bounds and he'll like throw it behind his back or like bounce it under his legs or bounce it through someone's legs. And every assist is just over the top. Cool. His top 10 assists video is so great. So silly. So wonderful. Um, And I'm so glad he has like those two MVPs at the time were like, what? But now as a career, like the impact that he had, 
is yeah. uh, it's it's really good that he has those on his resume. Yeah, that, I mean, sure. that's kind of the, the thing. Like, those Phoenix Suns teams, like, they changed the league. Yeah. They changed the league in terms of how watchable it became. It changed the league in terms of just, like, offensive. The three ball? Yeah, yeah the for three sure. ball, absolutely. Launching but, threes? I mean, like, they weren't the first team to do that, but their their strategy of, like, pick and yeah. roll and just guys pick on. Pick and roll spread, being yeah. a little bit undersized, mm-hmm. uh, you know, stretch fours. Yeah. I mean, and I think Dan Tony, everyone hates, but he deserves a bit of credit for oh that yeah. too. Oh like, yeah. God. Well, and also just look at like, I it's it's funny. It like speaks to the delay in sort of the hot takes, like mm-hmm. sports, you know, opinions that are just sort of like accepted as as fact. Like at the time, it was like you know, Phoenix will never win a championship. Of course, they never ended yeah. up winning a championship. But yeah. like it was like this style of play. Yes, yeah, not gonna win. last. Yeah. Right. It's a gimmick. It's a joke. Like it it's never gonna like get anywhere. Yeah. And now you look at the league and like all the best teams are like that. Mm-hmm. Like San Antonio changed over to that a few yeah. years ago. Dallas, and, both Miami championships. Yeah. And if you look at like Atlanta now and Golden yeah. State now, like that's it's just the logical progression. Yeah. And like the league is so much better because of it. Oh, yeah. It's a lot more exciting. How about your Houston Rockets? Uh, Houston, I mean, Houston did play like that for a while. This season, actually, their their pace is down a fair bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if you just watch, mm-hmm. it, I mean, you see it immediately. Harden is, like, dribbling. Like, he crosses the line at the 19-second <laughs> mark. And he, like, crosses over a bunch of times. And they really only get into their sets, like. Yeah, no, they're, they're, as far as, to like, you know. You know how the Spurs last year were, I think it was like something stupid, like they had passed the ball east-west. Oh, yeah. Like 70 For, miles yeah. further than the number two team. Mm-hmm. Like I would say Houston's probably uh, like not super high on that list. They, 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 everyone passes well on that team, and they're clearly – they're like – I think they're top five offensively, aren't they? No, no, they're not even close. They're like 13th. Oh, really? Yeah, they're uh, oh, they're wow. they're a, def- a defensive team. Yeah, like fully. Harden though has the highest assist rate on three point shots or made three point shots. Also, oh, it's not Wall. No. Oh crazy. no, no, it's Harden. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that is because the Rockets take by far the most threes right. of anyone right. in the league. And there's a lot of Harden well, slashing and, also, and kicking out. There's also the Vipers. They take a lot of threes. Yeah, the Vipers <laughs> take a lot of threes. Uh, I actually haven't been following the Vipers. Oh, so you got to follow season. the Vipers. Everybody, the whole league hates them. <laughs> the D-League? The whole D-League hates them because they're like, well, what's up with the, sac- well, the Sacramento D-League team one? is also doing something like that. Oh, yeah. Well, they got Simbular who had a triple-double. With blocks, yeah. Yeah, with blocks. Wow. So he was uh, looking big. Yep. Um, just just, uh, just recapping or just, just capping off Nash, um, he's going to coach the Raptors next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, let's just throw that out. That's for sure going to happen. We're calling it right now. Heard it here first. As a last little tribute to Steve, uh, I've got a nice little video of him and Dirk making some music. Beautiful. This is a sweet song. A sweet guy. Sign this for you. I have a friend whose name is Simon. Simon. He is so nice and we all love him. Love him. We are his friends for about a year. Wow. Who is this song for? About 9,000 beers. Simon's the crown. Dirk? And I am the coach. It's Dirk and Nash. Dirk and Nash are singing for Simon. Did, was it Simon? He's good. Even in the morning when his breath is a grim. Simon is so big time. Hell of a fundraiser when the fusion gets flat. Okay. Simon is still small balls to me. Small balls? I heard that. That was the parting shot. Coaching basketball. He's got to get back into music. I hear that. (laughs) Um, That was a good song to play out Nash's career, I think. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's the tribute. That summed up his career nicely, I think. Okay. Is that it for for Nashy? Nash is over. Yeah. Bye, Nash. (laughs) 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 Was that the start of a Goo Goo Doll song or what? Uh, no, that's actually casual fan intro. Haven't Ooh. released that one yet. I like it. Maybe we should play it for, would you consider yourself a little casual this year? Uh, this year, probably more than previous years, but no, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, you're pretty, pretty hard. Peter's pretty hard. You're, yeah. you're stat, you're, you're, you're into the stats. Yeah. I, I am into the stats. P- yeah. Peter has been very aggressively <laughs> tanking 
in our in fantasy. Our fantasy. League. Oh, we're gonna talk about that. It's spectacular. For months. <laughs> it's, it's, he did a very good job. Yeah, yeah. I've got it. I think I've got like seven third rounds yeah, in a it's, row. It's expertly, like expertly done. Yeah. yeah. Call for the draft next early. year. Yeah. 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 I hear that. Yeah. Uh, mm. I'm out in the first round, even though I went for it this year. I'm in the semis right now. I'm heading to the finals. Oh, is it? It's I'm head win, to head. I'm winning this thing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Miguel and Adam actually both texted me. Like Adam, yesterday, Adam was like, I think Miguel's going to beat me. <laughs> and then Miguel this morning was like, I think I'm going to beat Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, Adam, confession. Adam had, Adam's been the juggernaut all yeah. year, but he's yeah. in. But he has Tobias Harris injured. Gordon Hayward injured, Anthony Davis injured, Lamarcus Aldridge injured, and uh, Isaiah Thomas injured. Yeah. So doesn't matter how good your team is if they all go down with injury on the. And week. he had Wesley Matthews on this team, right? Did, did he? he? He did. Yeah, he dropped him. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Bad luck. Bad luck. Speaking of the playoffs, though, they are. Yeah, what's well, uh, I've got a question about the playoffs. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Hit me up. Um, I was just wondering, like, looking at the stats, how important is it for some of these teams to get uh, home court? Generally, Barry. Because, like, most teams, other than, like, Atlanta and, and uh, Golden State, have, like, pretty average road records. Yeah, but in a series, it, it definitely makes a difference, especially for younger teams. Yeah, they're, they're, the old guys. It doesn't matter as much. Can I say that might be changing though? Maybe. Like last year, didn't like in the first round, a bunch of road teams won. Yes. Well, also, yeah, and and just generally this season, uh, yeah, like the road teams are, are winning a lot. Yeah, like no, the, the Rockets the, don't have a great home record. This they have is a really the, good road record. This is the uh, like I, th- I, I the for the past three years, uh, road games have uh, mattered or home court, sorry, has mattered less and less right. and less. And this year, more than any year in history, um, the the road records are better and the home records are worse. Yeah. So it's just True. kind of going to show that, like, I mean, I think in the playoffs it matters, but at the same time, a, a team like the Raptors can actually, you know, buckle under the pressure of their own fans. Yep. That's yeah. definitely. But, a thing. Man, when you watch the Warriors at home, oh my God. you can tell that it does matter. <laughs> yeah. There so we'll see as 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 we'll prices see. get like higher and higher or with the, gonna, with Golden State. Like there's a lot of rich people in that area. I know. Like, Shit, they could yeah. be buying up all the Well, and moving mm-hmm. to San Francisco? They're we'll thirty-four see. and two at home. Yeah. yeah. Average margin of victory around fifteen <laughs> points. Which is oh nuts. Oh my God. Yeah. Um yeah, it should, it, should, it should be interesting. Uh, Peter, you know, Hi. I know you think I hate the Rockets. I do. <laughs> I do think that. I don't. I, maybe I'm just hard on them. Hard on them? Oh, I like it. And, uh, um, th- this will make you feel good, though. Uh, I think Harden is more of an MVP than Steph Curry. Wow. But I do think Westbrook's more of an MVP than Harden. You know, I, I – this is like – Mind you, mind you, like any argument – could like okay the the only thing I've kind of decided for the MVP race is, is that, that there's still like a certain number of weeks left and we need to like pay we, to, yeah. we yeah. need to see yeah. those yeah. and as much as like I've been I've been in LeBron's corner through everything. <laughs> but, he took two weeks off in the middle of the season. Yeah, well, I, I, and I, I think he's I, also just not quite in that. Yeah, that could be just I, like I, him spoiling I, us. I, I think he's dipped just a just a hair out of the MV, him and Anthony Davis have both dipped just a little bit out of the conversation. I think it's down to the three players. Well, they missed too many games. I mean, mm. then again, Westbrook missed so many games as well. But, but like, he's what he's doing right now. Yeah, yeah, what he's exactly. doing right now is like, it's changed my view of what the NBA game is. Yeah. Like, I had no idea that anyone would be able to, to do this. something yeah. like this. On both ends, in so many ways... Like I, I I'm still frustrated at the amount of people who are like, you know what? He's like not like a pure point guard. Uh, he and makes like, he makes the thunder who, worse when he's people on who him. still like, criticize him in comparison to Durant, because okay, maybe I'm crazy. Please tell me if I'm crazy. This this stretch of play that Westbrook has had in the past two months is better than any basketball Durant has ever played. This, yes. this am I crazy? That, this, this, stretch totally West, crazy. this stretch that Westbrook is playing is like better than, than any, anyone any in, other in stretch decades. of basketball that I can think of. I would say like for like this like since like the seventies. Like say, it's crazy. I'd say, I like I would say it brings me back to a time when maybe there were some stretches that like of LeBron in Cleveland. And Kobe's string may, of like maybe 50s not even forties, maybe was not even nuts, or maybe some of those like that like two thousand four Tracy McGrady season or something yeah. that was just insane. Yeah, but like. 
I don't know. Like just watching it in real time. And maybe the, we're the like thoroughness biased. of it. Yeah, and, and, and the and also, physical spectacle of it. And the fact that like he's you I can't wrap my head around what he's doing. Yeah. Like at least with like Anthony Davis, yeah. who's obviously been putting up crazy numbers his whole career. You can at least say like, okay, he's seven foot one, yeah, yeah. and he can shoot, and, and he can move. He's really athletic, yeah. and he's really smart. Also, but like Westbrook, I don't know how he's doing it. Yeah. it I look at Just, it; it doesn't make any sense. Like my brain can't assemble. Also, it. also yeah. the fact that like Anthony Davis, the fact that his rebounds kind of like settled back down to like I think they're at like ten and a half or eleven on the season, makes him like okay, you're a human being. Because like at the beginning of a season, he was like fourteen rebounds, yeah, five yeah. blocks, which yeah. is kind of like are you okay? Wait, is this guy like? Kareem or Elijah on, mm-hmm. which he might still be, but mm-hmm. I, I just mean the fact that they kind of rounded out a little bit makes him, you know, more of a human being. But I, I'm going to steal this point. I think it was Bill Simmons and Mark Stein that is kind of interesting when like they both consider Curry to be the MVP. And for me, he's a third place. However, this kind of made this kind of challenged my logic a little bit. He's had to play way less fourth quarters than Harden mm-hmm. or Westbrook yeah, because he's literally blown every much. team yeah. out of the water. Yeah. yeah. So like his, Houston his is, is in the good. game. And they're too good when he's on the floor. When he's exactly yeah. specifically when he's on the floor and actually um, uh, stat wise uh, Golden State is worse without him than Houston is without Harden and OKC is without Westbrook. So Golden State misses, as far as like missing one player, they miss Curry more than any team misses. But you could also argue that like, and again, it's like every point point that you make about like Steph Curry. Because Harden, it's minutes played where it's like, how is that not a thing? Where it's like, Mm -hmm. like, like, say what you want to say, the guy's been on the court. No, no, and and I'm not arguing that. Like what I'm saying is like every point you make against Steph Curry being like the MVP, and I'm not saying that he's not the MVP. Is a point for him. Is is like kind of a point for him in that like his team is just so good, so unbelievably good. Like like you could say, yeah, of course the point – the differential is crazy from him being off the floor and him being on the floor. But that could also be because they're blowing teams out and they're – Resting and the they're starters. Like yeah. They're playing and garbage time. Of course, time. there's yeah. a big like drop off yeah. because in garbage time things sort of even out. Yeah. yeah, because that's what garbage time is. Like, but it's still like he and the starters are blowing teams out. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's hard to argue against him. And if they get to like the 68 win mark, which is a possibility, like yeah, he's gonna win. I think so. I think I think he's gonna win it anyway. How, yeah, how, I think so too. He, he's kind of a media darling, yeah. but also you know, oh, he's like, definitely he's, a media he's, darling. He deserves yeah. it as well. Oh, for There's sure. There's like four players who deserve I, it. It's weird yeah. this year where I'd be as happy, kind of, if anyone who's in the conversation got it. Yeah, exactly. And this is this is weird territory for NBA fans. Yeah, like, this has never happened. Yeah, where everyone can just be like, yeah, yeah, they're all pretty great, actually. Yeah, like they can all like again. That's why I say like you know, let's see what happens over the next three mm-hmm. four weeks. Yeah, the yeah. last games matter. Like you know, for Westbrook, if OKC doesn't make the playoffs, maybe yeah, that then he's yeah, that's gonna um, be yeah. a changer. You know, I guess how. Well, Clay Thompson, I thought he was injured, but he came back right away. He did, yeah. And they won, like, three games. Right. Like, yeah, <laughs> he like, so he was gone. They kept winning. Up. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, nothing definitive there. Yeah. Let, let's talk about um, Houston in the playoffs. Houston in yeah, the playoffs. What's, what's well, happen? Patrick Beverly's out. For right. Patrick Beverly's yeah. out. Well, we'll see. I mean, they, they say we'll reevaluate in seven days or whatever. I think if he's gone, that's their championship this year. Like, they don't have a shot without him. I, I think, think he's going to – I mean, Beverly is – it's, he's insane. Like, I think he's going to come back regardless. Yeah. Um, but he's probably yeah. – like, tell you the truth, Beverly hasn't been great the last mm-hmm. two months. But putting him on anyone's point guard is yeah, such is, an is advantage. Huge. Yeah, It's just, like – I wonder, Houston though – It's just, like, a bunch of question marks. Yeah. Really. It's true. Like, like who, Dwight. Like, Dwight. Yeah. Howard's coming back tonight. I know. Howard's coming back tonight. He'll be on a minute's restriction. I mean, I don't. Didn't Terrence Jones just get injured? He, yeah. Kenneth Fareed, like, need him in the chest Ooh. and it collapsed his lung or, like, punctured oh, his Oh, man. Lung. I remember when that happened to Gerald Wallace. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah. Every, every injury happened to Gerald Wallace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> his name was Crash. Yeah. <laughs> and he was, like, done. Well, he's still playing, but he was like he is still he, playing. He remember, looked like, done at like twenty. Well, remember, like six yeah. years ago, it was crash. Oh. Remember, six years ago, doctors were like, if he gets one more concussion, he can't play. Yeah, and anymore. then he played for another yeah six yeah. years, and, and he doesn't gotten it. So no, there you go. It's true. Yeah, he's doing good. Uh, but but yeah, Terrence Jones, a lot of weird injuries to happen to him mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Like he's had an amazing year, but he just keeps getting these weird yeah. injuries. Yeah. Um, but he might be back. I mean, it's it's something that happens, but. 
you know, hopefully he's back for the playoffs. He might be back, you know, in two weeks. Who knows? Um, it's not like a rare thing. But, like, Dwight, that's the big question mark in terms of, like, how good is he going to be when he comes yeah. back? Man, I, I really think it's good that they've – I mean, I don't know if they've rushed him or not rushed him, but he's been out for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's generally – Hopefully that's going to be a good thing. Yeah, I, th- I, think it w- I think it will be a good thing. I think that, like, it's going to make game planning for the Rockets – well, I guess it will be hard for them too, but, like, for game planning for them in the playoffs. Like, okay, if, they, if they're matched up – right now they're matched up against the Spurs – which, if I'm a Rockets fan, I'm not crazy about. I actually the, don't mind that. Yeah. Well, the Spurs uh, are, like Spurs and Dallas, those are the teams. Well, that, Dallas would be great for the Dallas Rockets. Would be yeah, but like, if so, so if you're the Spurs, you're like, Harden got us once, he's not getting us again. Because that OKC series, he killed He them, did. Personally. And the Spurs, but the thing is, the, the Rockets are like, six and eight against the Spurs the last mm-hmm. two years. Like, oh, they really? They consistently beat them. Like, there's no one that can stop Harden. Um, and no one can, who can start, stop Dwight. And then you just have a bunch of like three point shooters around them. Yeah. And they don't have anyone who's athletic enough to stop like, uh, Josh Smith and Corey Brewer at the same time. Like they actually have a lot of weapons that they can use against the Spurs. Uh, the, the, I mean, I, the Rockets I, arguably have the most weapons in the yeah, league. Yeah, for sure. They have yeah, different, and different stuff for nowhere. different situations. Like, yeah. I mean, that happened in December. Like mm-hmm. if you're like a, a desperate coach and you want to get radical, they give you the most options to do that, I think. Yeah, their bench is amazing. Their, ben- yeah. their bench, which was pretty bad at the start of the year, yeah. uh, has just become like one of the best benches in the league, specifically defensively. Like, mm-hmm. So are you, are you not buying this uh, like – like the Spurs are the back. Spurs are a back in shape. Uh, no, I mean I am. I, I just don't think that it's like oh the Spurs are it's not a death championship. Sentence. Like it's just it's hard. It's hard to make it to what yeah. four finals in a row or whatever. I, like, I really or like conference finals. Right, finals, right. It's finals. it's going to be ex- exhausting. I yeah. really think we've we've moved away from anyone can win in the West, but there's still four or five teams in the West that like the matchup could go either way, and I wouldn't be super shocked. Yeah, I think like. I, I mean, maybe I, I, I'm, I, like, a fatalist this way, but, like, I just think Golden State is just the best team. They're yeah, best I, team I, I, think I, I, I think Golden State has definitely separated themselves for the rest of the West. And then it's kind of, like, Memphis is kind of the number two. And then, for me, the Spurs, like, mm-hmm. I, I guess we'll see how, like, if, if the playoffs start and Popovich is just pulling tricks and I'm going to be go, I'll, I'll hop right back on the Spurs train. Yeah. And then after that, I think it's, Kind of everyone, all the like, I guess pretenders together. The sort of like banged but, up. But West Houston teams. is at the top. Is of the that. top? Yeah, of that. I think Houston's better than Portland Clippers. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, all those teams have had pretty bad injuries as well, yeah. including yeah. Houston. Yeah. But like Portland is just like, I mean, again, that's like kind of regressing to the mean, mm-hmm. like compared to last year where they had like this amazing health run. Yeah. But now, like, ugh, it's it's not looking good. Yeah, for them. no, I think they're toast. Yeah. And um, same with Dallas. Like, I mean, Dallas is not so much injuries as it was like trading away their entire bench and replacing it with Russian Ronda. Well, and I think also they're like, I think that Carlisle thing, the reason a lot of like NBA pundits picked up on it as a big deal was because it wasn't just a coach yelling at his player, it was a coach yelling at someone that he didn't want didn't on his want team in the first, in the first place. place. Yeah. And then his GM traded for and then doesn't fit the system and has made them less efficient. And on top of all that, he yelled a play call to Rondo. And Rondo's like, no. And the other so the, like the other side Carlisle's of like, a championship coach. He's like, what? I don't have to prove anything to you, Rondo. Yeah. Also, like, the other thing is like Rondo has always been kind of like in command and for for years and years. Mm-hmm. And when you trade a player like that to another team mid season, and he's a point guard, and he's like and he a can't distributing handle the ball. point guard. Yeah. Yeah, and he can't shoot. He can't. You can't just fit him in anywhere. Yeah. Like. That was kind of, in retrospect, a ridiculous decision. It was a silly thing. Like but they I've, wanted a defensive point guard, like someone to sick on someone. But there's there are defensive point guards who are also spot up shooters. Yeah, and like well, that's the the see, funny I, thing is they could have waited for Goran Dragic potentially. Yeah, I see. I can't say it was a bad trade because I got caught up. It was in, a roll of the dice. I got caught yeah. up in the whole. Like, well, I thought West, it was. I thought it was great at the time. Yeah, the whole like Western Conference like arms race. The fact that it was like you know I like Jeff Green. I like Rondo. I liked all those trades because I was like watching the West this season, being like, where is your edge? Yeah, no one has a competitive edge yeah. because. And I like the of I, all these stacked teams. Yeah. Well, I think Memphis is going to the finals. I picked them earlier in the season. Yeah. I, I, the, I mean, for me, it's Golden State or, or Memphis. Yeah. That Memphis 
kind of maybe has the edge on Golden State just in terms of matchup. I don't know they why. I think the Spurs much, can actually. do it. I think the Spurs are oh, sure. sure uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously they can do it, but yeah, mm. we'll see. Um, um, we got what uh, we got some other questions for the for the playoffs. Speaking of playoffs, should, should we bust out those questions? Yeah, I got some, I got some questions for you here. Um, just just you know some fun speculation because okay. why not? It's around the corner, right? So. Um, Oh, this is going to be exciting. No, wait, wait, oh, yeah. wait. Can we get some exciting yeah, music from that? Yeah, can we get some, some saunter over to the new segment music? Just keep doing the, the yeah. boy. Or, or the kerplunk, yeah. The, the boy pooing in the lake. <laughs> okay. Can you edit in some kerplunks? Absolutely. <laughs> we just get that video, that little boy. Just a jazzy shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're t- we're just talking about who no, we think. Wait, wait, wait! Are we, are we having a poop? No, I'm just wondering, like, if you're like a, a pianist and you have like a big concert, like, do you just have a toilet under your seat in case like you can't leave and you're playing like? A I think serious... that's what they do. Yeah, that's like yeah. an old tradition. So everyone who's in a symphony, like whatever you, you're sitting on a toilet. Yeah, playing so. your instrument. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's no, no, true. no, just the piano player, but like the, everyone else can use it. Like anytime, <laughs> but you just got to do like a like a, a duet or, or yeah. a, like a, you got to duel the chopsticks. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Sweet. I'm um, ready. Sorry. Kevin. Cool. No. Hey, that, that was, <laughs> we were talking about important things here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Questions. All right. So yeah, we we just talked about uh, about who's gonna like do well in the playoffs. Who's mm-hmm. gonna be the biggest letdown? Who's gonna go in guns a blazing and just fall on their face? Should we Should we go around here? Or? Yeah. You mean like first round? Uh, I think that, like, just uh, who would be a disappointment if, like, at any point in the playoffs? So, team is a team player or GM? I'm going to call, I'm going to call. Like, could Prokhorov be like, I tried to sell the Nets, but I couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Then he's a big disappointment. Yeah. No, I'm going to say team. Okay. Team. Team. Well, who do you have? I mean, the thing is, like, the East, it's still. (laughs) It's still wide open. I I think Atlanta might not uh, make it at the East. And I think that'll be, like. Oh, you mean, like, in conference finals? Um, I think they might not make the conference finals. Oh. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, like, Milwaukee is going to be disappointing. It's going to be sad. But but they're not disappointing because they're like, hey, we were going to... Yeah, exactly. Tank. Yeah, we traded for Michael Carter-Williams mid-season. We weren't trying, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Biggest disappointment. I could expand it to players, too. If if you think there's a player who's going to, like, shit the bed. No, I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say it's a tie between the Portland Trailblazers, who... But again, is that really a disappointment? Well, like, like, I think up until recently. I think it's going to be. A, I think it's going to be a disappointment for them because I think it'll be like the final punctuation mark on. Like for for the Wizards and the Blazers, I pretty much think whoever they play in the first round, they lose. And I think the Wizards are like a young upstart, so for them, it'll be like crap. We're a not that young, and I guess we're not an upstart. And for. The Blazers, they're going to lose and then also lose players in free agency yeah. right after. Right. Because they have Wes Matthews, Aldridge, uh, Aflalo, and I think someone else are all free agents. The team I have a bad feeling about is Chicago. Right. Oh, oh yeah. really? I think Chicago is oh. going to. I mean, I, again, this is like blind speculation. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like, sure. I just, I have a really, like, all the internal stuff is mm. always a problem. Yeah. yeah. Rose coming back potentially. That's gonna. I think he should not. Yeah, I think, I think they'll be better if he's not playing. Exactly. But apparently he is. I know. Come I back. saw that. And then he should come back and play on the bench. I don't know. Yeah, why they, why I don't know not? why they haven't tried that. <clears throat> um, I don't know. You know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good question. As far as players, you guys know I hate him. I think Lou Williams is going to be a huge disappointment. I think he might. I think he's going <laughs> to lose this series. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think Cantor is going to be di- like disappointing. Oh, they're yeah. like, going to be like, he makes us a whole team. And he's going to be like, no, I don't. I'm well, sure. it's going to be like he can't play the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, because he's a, one of the what, worst defensive big men in the league. What about like someone who can't shoot free throws like Rondo or DeAndre? Oh, yeah. Well, but like again, Rondo is like, all, it's like disappointment is already like ingrained he's already in, kind it, of, yeah, in yeah. the team already. I, like, is, no, like, he's probably going to have, like, one or two amazing games and then yeah. the rest of the time. I think Kevin Love's going to continue his sad sack season and just, like, not have a good playoffs Really? Yeah. I think there's... I think it, the roller coaster is going to sort of continue because, like, the media, the media focus on Cleveland is so yeah. high that it's going to be, like... Guys, Kevin Love finally figured it out. One game. And <laughs> then the one next game, game yeah, 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 like, yeah. he goes 0 for 7 from yeah. 3, and people are just like, woo, Kevin Love Can't again. Win. He's going to leave. He's going to go to L.A. 
Which I would love, by yeah. the way. But yeah. That would, that would oh, him and Rondo are going to LA for sure. Yeah. Here's the uh, here's the biggest disappointment of the playoffs. A player, Kyle Korver, because oh. he's because he's going to go in. He's just going to be scouted to bits, and they're going to be like, listen. If we stop this guy from hitting the three, we beat the Hawks. That's yep. what every team's going to think. You guys are both like down on the Hawks. I I'm guess. not that. I'm not super down on the Hawks. I think they might like. I guess I have, have a, a bit, second round problem. The this way year. that I look at it, though is like if you tie a guy to Kyle Korver, which anyone can do anytime, they can do it. it yeah, you're it opening too, yeah. up. Yeah. Like you're playing four on four, which is way easier to play. That's and true. you're like now you've got single coverage on Horford and Millsap and Teague. Okay. Like, I don't know. I'm going to back off on that comment. <laughs> like, no, because the more I think about it, I'm like, you know what? Schroeder and... The, I, I Schroeder, lo- absolutely. Oh, yeah, so like the, 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 they're going to just kind of cause teams problems. I say, um, I say we move on to the next question. Okay, so who's your who's your biggest out of nowhere guy? He's like, what? How How is he playing this well? This is amazing. He's winning his team series. He's the X Factor. Um, I'm going to say he's not fully out of nowhere, but uh, March and Gortat. Okay. I think like whoever whoever like... Team, I, I guess I'm just thinking because I think he's going to play the Raptors, and I think he's like we won't be able to stop him. So we're like, <laughs> what the hell? And he's going to have some huge series. I think Tristan Thompson's going to have like this this crazy run. And, yeah, like I mean, yeah, partially it's like because there's a lot of East teams. With no, he's primed problems. to for sure. And he's like, it's like contract year, and he has that look of like a role player who has just this incredible run. Yeah, like on a potential like finals. Like yeah. run, he can't, he's like a way better like Leon Poe from yeah, back in the day. I do remember Leon that. Yeah. <laughs> like he's gonna have like a fifteen offensive rebound kind <laughs> yeah. of game. Yeah, and people are just gonna be like, "This guy's amazing." But you know, I think Corey Brewer, Corey Brewer is gonna have oh, his, yeah, his course, Tony Allen coming out party. That's like. Yeah, that's like saying like Jeff Green's going to have like oh, a bunch right, of big yeah. games. Like, yeah, of course he is. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah. But he's never done in the playoffs. And like, it's going to be like a thing. Where it's, oh, yeah. He never, he didn't really play that much no, in the Dallas team. No, he didn't. And it's yeah. going to be oh, a thing where it's going to be like, you can't, you can't not, screen yeah, him. Look at him fight through these screens. He's a championship player. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's on a Dallas. Ring. Oh, wow. Yeah. I forgot about that. Same with Jason Terry. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. He got a tattoo, baby. He did. No tattoo this year. Just uh, maybe he did. He only unveiled wait, wait, it after. Matt, do but... you know this? What? This guy, Jason Terry, got a tattoo of a championship oh, no. on the like year a, that he ended like up winning a championship. Like championship trophy on his bicep. That yeah. year won the championship Whoa. trophy. Yeah. And then <laughs> hasn't got a tattoo since. <laughs> or maybe has and hilariously hasn't won. Yeah, and exactly. Like, oh, crap. <laughs> like, um, oh, yeah. His back is just full of when he wants to win. They get smaller and smaller. <laughs> yeah. He's still gonna, counts. He's going to be murdered in like a Dan Brown fashion. And then someone's like going to like <laughs> do the autopsy and he's just covered in trophy tattoos <laughs> that never that never panned out. Yeah. A Dan Brown fashion. You can only see on an ultraviolet. Mm. I don't know if you can hear this. But that's a chef's, chef's kiss. kiss. That's a chef's kiss for Peter's comment. <laughs> I got uh, one analogy. <laughs> All huge. Right. All right, going to wrap it up on one more here. Um, what is going to be your favorite or best strategy employed through the playoffs? I'm talking like Sean Marion covering LeBron, shutting him down, uh, et cetera. Mm. That's so hard. Okay. Like, 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 especially the way that the finals ended last year, which is like, like what's, what's Folstra's like strategy for defending the Spurs? It's like, Oh, he doesn't doesn't have, have one. one. Yeah, because the Spurs have this crazy open offense it. that yeah. you can't plan for. Yeah. yeah, like and was Kawhi Leonard on LeBron James like a strategy? No, mm-hmm. that's just like common sense that everybody knew that. Was yeah, I happen. feel like yeah. for, the, for the Spurs in Atlanta, like, like, how do you defend it? Well, going forward, like I mean, like Miami has the same defense that we have that the Raptors have right now, which is like switch all the time. Like, at that time, because they had LeBron and Wade, they could switch, and that's what they did. And that's what, how they would, like, come back from games, and they could just do this crazy switching thing where they would, you know, kind of just switch every time they ran into but a that's problem. How, but that's how they played for, like, that wasn't, like, a playoff strategy. Oh, no, no, like no, I know, but, no, but I mean, like, and the Spurs, what they did, oh, okay. like, like, if you switch against a team that can pass well, like, you just get obliterated. Right, but again, that wasn't a strategy. That was just like this is how we played all year round. Like, right, right. I don't oh, you know. mean like specifically playoff strategy? Yeah, I'm gonna well, s- I assume that's what I'm gonna say. They yeah. put the ball back in Monte Ellis's hands, and Dallas's <laughs> offense is fun again. And maybe they don't win the series, <laughs> oh, but it's gonna know. be so oh, bench, great to, to watch. Benching Rondo yeah. could be like yeah, pretty. Yeah, that's exciting. that's what I mean. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say 
Dwight Howard realizes he doesn't have to post up every time. Oh, <laughs> that's gonna be Ooh. that could be a big. Does that deal. count as a strategy For or sure. like a moment of enlightenment? <laughs> because that would um, be great. If I mean, he's like, oh, I'm just like way better at being Tyson Chandler than Tyson Chandler is. Mm-hmm. That this, would be fantastic. That would be amazing. This isn't like, you know, it's pretty predictable, but I'm really excited to see when like Memphis's bully ball goes up against uh, G State. Like, yeah. I don't know if Which that happens go- for I sure. I think it's definitely But like man, I'm really excited to see Zebo on Draymond fun. Green. Yeah. yeah. Because because they're just they're like, that's two styles clashing. Yeah. And if if Memphis is like, oh, we'll put Jeff Green on on Draymond Green, then they lose. Yeah, like they have to play, they have their, to style play their style. To oh win. yeah, like but they, the, it's they gonna can't be go like away from that. It's gonna like, be like Draymond Green gets Defensive Player of the Year award like that game, and then, and then it's Zebo gonna be like Zebo destroying. Yeah, yeah. Him oh, he would he do like and, like he yeah. can't defend guys like Zebo. Yeah. he just can't do it. And Zebo yeah. can't defend him, so they have to feed Zebo. Yeah, but like I don't. I mean, I think. I think Green's been a little bit overrated on the offensive end. Like mm-hmm. he's not as good a shooter as people. No, he's a oh, benefi- no, he's, he's a beneficiary of. of I, their I, system I think the main Korean thing play. in like uh, I forget what podcast I, it might have been CBS Sports, but they were just like debating like crazy. And the point they landed on at the time of the trade was, even if Green's not a good shooter, he's better than Tayshon Prince in every capacity. Yeah. And you have to remember that's who he replaced this year. Yeah. Oh wait, so, you're saying you're Jeff. Saying Green. Jeff oh, sorry, Jeff. sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Did, oh, are you saying Draymond? We're Green's talking about Draymond. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm saying Draymond, Draymond, Draymond. Like, oh, I don't sorry, think it's that as big a problem as Zebo. Oh, Zeebo on I see. Green. Sorry. Like, okay. Yeah. Like neutralizing him as a defender. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and then who defend? Like, is David Lee going to defend Zebo? Is no one's going like, to defend Zebo? Yeah. I mean, Bogut can. Bogut's going to defend Mark. Yeah. Here's my crazy strategy that I think is actually going to happen, and I'm excited to see. It's going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo covering point whatever forward. point guard ah. they play against, which is going to be nuts. And I also think that kid is going to do some like, um, like long stretches mid game of full court press, and I think that's going to be crazy to see. And I think eventually Milwaukee's going to get punished. Well, who? But who's <laughs> Milwaukee playing? And they'll like, probably play the Raptors, maybe the Raptors or, or, or yeah. Chicago or Chicago. Yeah. And I think that kid is going to be like, oh, I'm outmatched, and I'm going to try some crazy things. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah. Um, thanks for thanks for joining us, Peter. Oh, hey, are we are we done? I think I yeah. think we're gonna wait. Gonna is there is there anyone? In, is there any so, last points you want to get in, yeah. Peter? Uh, stop hitting on the Rockets so much. Oh okay. <laughs> no, 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 like uh, I, think, <laughs> I I said they're the best of the rest. <laughs> and that that was a compliment. And I think Harden's had a better season than Curry. I actually do. No, I actually yeah. kind of like like the Rockets hate. Like it, yeah. it's, I like, like that they're a villainous thing. team. Oh, I, like, yeah. I like that they're that kind of team. Well, everyone's like, they're so not exciting. And I'm like, that's, that's not what I say. Yeah. I, like, like, that's not that, my issue. That Cleveland think, game, like, you know, three weeks ago was yeah. the greatest game yeah. I've ever seen. Oh, it man. Was that was, that's probably the that or Cleveland San Antonio shortly after that. I've, yeah. I've been my yeah. favorite games of the season. Yeah. The yeah. Kyrie going off against San Antonio. Kyrie, that because San Antonio was being like, Doing the whole tiki taka Barcelona amazing passing mm-hmm. thing, and Curry was like, "I won't stop hitting fadeaway threes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it was crazy to see. Yeah, um, but actually, but like Harden, I don't know. He he gets a ton of hate in terms of like getting to the free throw line and stuff. Totally. It's like, and people think that's all he does. Like, you no, should he, watch him play just a he bit hits more. Threes like, and passes like he's the, the best. best step, like he's a better step back uh, three point shooter than anyone in the league. Yeah, like way sure. better. Like I think he's hit like twice as many as Steph Curry. He yeah. shoots like 48% on them, which yeah. is insane. Yeah. And, uh, like, I don't know. He's like, the best offensive player in the league. Yeah, I, I think so. Except and, maybe I mean, Russell he, right now. He might not be the MVP. Again, things are still up in the air, but it's like so tight. Like, yeah, he gets the free throw line because yeah. people foul him. And, yeah, yep. he gets some calls he probably doesn't deserve. So does every star player. Yeah, yeah. watch LeBron. Like, yeah, watch Wade. Watch everyone. Yeah. Like, what about Kobe? You don't even have to be close to him to get a foul. He doesn't even have to play to get yeah, a foul. Yeah, that's right. He's getting fouled right now. Um, also, I just want to, like, yeah. put in one last thing. Put it in. I, like, hate listen to, like, ESPN radio <laughs> stuff because of all the Lakers fans on it. Oh, like God. Rick Fox and Kerry oh, yeah. Champion. And I just love how miserable they are. I know. All it's the wonderful. time. Oh, I've, I've been enjoying oh, yeah. this. This Laker-Knicks 
Celtics bad run yeah. has been one of the most glorious Amazing. times of my life. Yeah, exactly. Literally, everything's going good for me right now. And yeah. now everyone's like, <laughs> I swear I'm, to God. And all like the radio personalities are now like, I'm going to put it out there. Kevin Durant to the Lakers yeah. in yeah, two yeah. years. It's like, no, this is not going to happen. But, it's like, I'm gonna but put, I love the fact that you're talking about it. I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. They're going to get some major acquisitions and they're still going to suck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rondo and Love are going to the Lakers and it's going to be terrible. Well, yeah. it's going to be the same thing that's happened. Like, they get these great players in and then they have no one to play with. Yep. And then they look worse. And for sure, know, it just yep. like, and everyone's mad. It's this, this terrible cycle. All right. I'm really I, excited. I know, I know we went long, but Peter, do you got anything to plug? Oh yeah. Peter's a oh. writer of a very, oh, yeah. very cool game. Uh, yeah. I've got a Kickstarter going on right now. Thanks. Thanks for the video. Game oh, music. there you go. Uh, yeah. I've got a Kickstarter going on right now called, uh, Halcyon six star base commander. It's a, it's a strategy PC Mac game. Um, How do they find it on Twitter? Uh, it's at Halcyon Six Game. Halcyon I think. 6? Oh, I should know that. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Is there a hashtag? Uh, yeah, hashtag H Six Game. Actually, no. Just go to the Kickstarter. Look for Halcyon Six. It'll be there. We've had like a ton of success with it. People awesome. seem to love the idea. And, it looks uh, great. It looks the game really looks good. amazing. I can't wait to play it. Yeah, I've already bought my copy. Thanks. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> Hi. Um, yeah, I think that I think that's it. Unless yeah. any more weird sounds come flying. I think that's it. <laughs> this thing's been possessed today. There it is. This has been the Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Rebus. Check us out on Twitter at Dunks Podcast, iTunes. Stitcher, you guys, I'm going to do a little Fraser Crane on you right now and said, don't rate. Don't you dare rate. It's called reverse psychology. I want to see if it works. Doesn't usually work when I tell you the trick. But uh, no, seriously, guys, if you could, that'd be great. Just throw in there. Jack PhD, whoever you are, thanks for rating. And um, thanks, Jack. We'll see, I guess, our next episode, last one before the playoffs. Yeah. And that's it. All right. Go Lakers.